This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Hey, good morning. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey of Mississippi Today. Well, National Travel and Tourism Week was May 3rd through May 9th, and it's normally used to kick off the summer travel season, but this year it was much different. Today we're going to take a look at the future of tourism in the a, a post-COVID-19 world with our guest Craig Ray, Director of Visit Mississippi and Tourism Office of the, the Tourism Office of Mississippi Development Authority and Tourism Develop Bureau Manager Kamel King. We'll also uh, welcome our guests in just a few minutes, but first we're going to talk about the news around Mississippi. Good morning, Michelle. How are you doing? Good morning. I am doing great. It is Monday, start of another wonderful work week. How about you? And the start of a new month, too. Hard to believe it. I'm just coming off of a little brief vacation we took last week, so it's good to be back in the the saddle and working again. Speaking of vacations, that's a great... um segue to talk about our guest today. We're going to talk about tourism in Mississippi and vacationing. This is the time, well, I guess Memorial Day is the unofficial kickoff to uh, summer and travel season, but, you know, like you said in the um, um, beginning, it's a little different this year. People are wearing masks. Not too many people are getting on planes. I did hear something about um, Disney World and Disneyland going to reopen. Um, A lot of large um, places are trying to um, put policies together and reopen. You know, I'm just a little squeamish about it. I'm not going to put my own personal thoughts out there. But, you know, again, like you said, it's a catch-22 economically and, and morally. So do you stay at home? Of course. But if we stay at home, some of these places can fold. So it is it's hard to decide what to do. It really is. Speaking of what to do, uh, the Hattiesburg Zoo is ready to rock and reopen. I got this email from my good friend, Amanda Hargrove, and we'll be talking to her uh, as well um, a few shows later. We're going to talk about places around Mississippi reopening, but uh, the Hattiesburg Zoo is excited to announce their reopening at 10 a.m. on Friday, June 5th. So if you've been anxiously awaiting um, the Hattiesburg Zoo reopening, it is reopening at 10 a.m. Friday, June 5th, and they have a lot of new exciting um, exhibits and things that are going to happen. We'll put all those up. Speaking of um, exhibits and events, I will once again start putting events on our events calendar. You can check out what's going on around Mississippi at mpbonline.org slash events, and you can also send me your events at mpb at events um, dot I'll give you that email again uh, a little bit later. But if you want to send your events, go to our events, uh, actually our website at mpbonline.org. Look for events and how to submit your events. They will come directly to me and we'll get them posted. So I know people are anxious and ready to get back out in the world and have some fun this summer. We also had on Mississippi Education Connection this past Friday, we talked to the Walter Anderson Museum, we talked to the Mississippi Children's Museum, and the Boys and Girls Club of America, well, of Central Mississippi. And they talked about um, camps and things that are available this summer, virtual camps and in-person camps. So you can go to the website and listen to that podcast at mpbonline.org slash Mississippi Education Connection. I posted, um, uploaded the link, so if you're interested in sending your child to a 
in-person camp this summer. They have very, very good policies, strict policies. Their uh, CDC guidelines are very adhered to, so you can be assured that your child will be safe this summer, especially with parents having to get back to work. I tell you, um, one, you know, my day job is working as editor-at-large at Mississippi Today, and one of the things that I do is that we do events around the state, and we had one lined up we call Marshalls, Mississippi, where we go around to different different cities, and we bring in the mayor, and we bring in different uh, local celebrities, and we have a big time. You know, we usually have anywhere from 60 to 100 people in the audience, and right now, of course, our first one, uh, we're supposed to have one coming up in Meridian, and we're trying to do very safely just to make sure that we can keep the crowd safe. We're going to do it at the Max, which if you haven't been to the Max, it's an incredible museum over in Meridian that celebrates Mississippi's arts entertainment, a lot of what we'll be talking about today. <clears throat> but the question is, how do we get in there and, and keep everybody safe and with masks and so forth? And, you know, I mean, it's it's hard because you feel like, OK, it's over, but it's really not because you see the case number still going up. So you need to do all the things you do to be safe and you don't want to bring people in and so forth. So it's it is going to be a good conversation today on the show because I think we really, really need to see, OK, where do we go? Because this whole thing is not only it's it's hurting tourist attractions. And you think about it, a lot of the tourist attractions in the state of Mississippi are also small businesses. And that's people that need a livelihood and they're trying to figure out ways so that they can eat, you know, and to be able to get their business going. How do they do it safely? So I think talking to Kamel and, and to Craig today is going to be fantastic because I think that they have some insight on this and it'll be great. I took the family on a long vacation last week along it seems it was about four days but we went to the beach um you probably have seen some of the videos on uh, the news channels about the crowds and nobody wearing masks and we got a house uh that basically we got a very good deal on it because of obviously you know the the, the economy and what's going on and we we're very fortunate we were supposed to go to san francisco and to Yosemite last week. And that was a big trip that we planned for our boys and we'd saved up for it. And of course, everything's closed out in California still. And the airlines, of course, they had canceled our flights. So we could not do it. We had we were scheduled again for next year. We're going to go then. But the question we just said, well, we need to get out of the house because I know many of you are probably as stir crazy as we were. Uh, we have been in the house for three months and we kind of needed to get out and stretch our legs a little bit. So we went and went and got in another house. We, we got a beach house and with a pool and we really didn't go out. Um, we did go to the beach and me being a melanoma survivor, I don't go out in the middle part of the day. So the times that we went out to the beach, it wasn't crowded. So it actually wasn't that bad. And we were kind of far away from the bigger crowds that you see probably on the TV. However, uh, a lot of the restaurants were wide open and we did get takeout a couple nights. We only saw three people wearing a mask other than ourselves. We wore them when we needed to. Uh, we didn't really feel like we needed to on the beach because there wasn't anybody within six feet of us. But um, that was a little bit worrisome. Of course, we tried not to stop on the way up from the beach to the house. You know, we tried to, to limit the number of stops that we made. But, you know, that's that's the new normal that we're in. We just have to find ways of going on and living our life and doing things that we, we need to do to stay sane and also to help the economy and to help people, but do it in, in a safe way. And I think one of the things I'm really interested with talking with Craig and Kamel about is, you know, one of our treasures here in Mississippi is our our, our artists, our musicians and our writers and, you know, you think about our performers out there, the musicians, they make primarily make most of their income off of doing performances. How do they do that safely? How do they carry forward? I mean, how because 
you know, you see one of the prime ways that COVID is trans, uh, transferred or transmitted from person to person is in close contact when you're like singing or when you're, you know, in a crowd. So what's how do we do that safely? How do performers actually perform? Of course, a lot of them have gone online and figured out ways of doing that. But so I think really the future of tourism and arts and entertainment in Mississippi is going to be impacted for, you know, a short amount of time. So we'll see until they can at least figure out um, a way to do it safely or figure out a way to do it um, when the vaccine comes in. You know, that's what we're all kind of waiting for to coming in December. So anyway, it's going to be a good show. We are looking forward to that. We will um, we'll, we'll continue that conversation, too. But it was I tell you, it was really nice. Obviously, last week there was a lot of tough stuff on the news. Won't go too deep into that today, but I will say that it felt very good to sit out on the beach at night, or not at night, but in the evening, and just watch the waves crashing in and just watching them one after another and after another. And you just kind of realize that as crazy as the world is, that though there is a consistency out there. And just watching the waves kind of reminded me of that a little bit. And I, I will say, on a bright spot last week, it was really cool to watch the SpaceX uh, mission that sent the two astronauts to the International Space Station. It was really great to not only see that, you know, watching the rocket land back on the barge was incredible. So, I mean, just think of all the millions of dollars saved. They can reuse the rocket over and over and over. But to see that Americans were sending Americans back into space again, that we didn't have to hitch a ride with the Russians uh, first time in 10 years because, of course, the space shuttle had been retired. So this has been a program that's been in the works for 10 years, and it was great to see it come to fruition. And, you know, it's just so cool being a kid who watched all the NASA moonshots and, and all the different Apollo missions and then the shuttle to see these this sleek capsule that had little screens on it. And it looks so futuristic compared to, you know, the old tin cans that they used to send up in space, which were amazing technology for the 60s. But to see that today and to see that, that go up like that was just so inspirational. And it was just a bright spot. And it kind of reminds you of um, 1968. At the very end of 1968, the Apollo mission went around the moon. And it was just it had been a tough year and it was so uplifting to see that moment. And that's kind of the way that was. That was, that was a lot of fun. Of course, we were nowhere near it. Um, for me, I just enjoyed the time getting last week of getting to spend with my family. And I think at the end of the day, you know, I think about all the problems we have and I try to solve all the issues we've got, you know, the economy is tough and so forth, the, the COVID and everything else that's going on. But at the end of the day, it was just nice to be able to spend a little bit of time and I don't even know if I relaxed. I still managed to do some work, uh, but I did it in a different place, and it was just really great. So we got a good show today. I'm looking forward to visiting with our guest, Craig Ray. And I'm good to talk to Craig again. He was director way back when during the Barber administration. Now he's director again. And, of course, Kamel is, uh, was born into entertainment royalty. We'll get into that, too, in just a second. So, But it's time for our first break, and when we return, we'll welcome our guest, Craig Ray and I'm Al King. And if you'd like to be part of the show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Hey, stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.
Hi, I'm Jason Klein from Fix It 101. If you ever thought about changing a doorknob or fixing a leaky faucet, some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm Marshall Ramsey of Mississippi Today. Here to help us discuss, well, it's travel, I guess travel month was in May, but it's June, but it's still, it's the kickoff to the summer season. And help us discuss this, we have the director of Visit Mississippi of the Tourism Office of the Mississippi Development Authority, Craig Ray, and the Tourism Development Bureau Manager, Kamel King. Hey, Craig, um, let's go ahead and get started with you. It's good to talk to you again. It's been a little while, but it's always good to visit with you. First of all, I guess, how are you doing and how's your family? Marshall. Thank you so much for having us on the show this morning. Great to hear your voice. Uh, we've crossed paths many times over the year, and, and it's good to hear you on the air and, and talking about this subject today. Uh, my family's doing great. Uh, we're abiding by all the guidelines and, and uh, healthy and, and enjoying the outdoors when we can and, and doing all the right things. And, but but we're, we're healthy and ready for a this Mississippi warmth this summertime and ready to uh, get our tourism uh, reactivated here soon. Amen. I, I tell you, I was just telling Michelle a little bit in, in the beginning part of the show that my family and I, we went on a little trip. It's really the first time we'd been out of the house since all this started. And A, it was weird because I had forgotten how to drive, you know, because I don't think I've driven more than a couple miles in the last three months. Uh, but one of the things I think we're really blessed about here in Mississippi is that we have so many places that are just perfect for social distancing and are, are safe. And, and so I wanted to get you on today just to talk about it. You know, and it's funny how the world has changed so rapidly. Um, and, and I guess a good place to start, though, is let folks know what visit Mississippi is. It's under the Mississippi Development Authority. But what do you and your staff do? We are the... Uh... We are the public sector of, of uh, Mississippi Tourism. Uh, you have a private sector of Mississippi Tourism Association that, that works with all the casinos, restaurants, and, um, and all the members in that organization. We, we help promote uh, tourism here in the state. We implement uh, grant programs. We run the welcome centers. We run all the programs, uh, uh, the music trail programs, which we'll let Kamel visit with later all of our partnerships uh we we are like like the true quarterback with the industry and uh last year previous to um uh COVID-19 is our third record year in a row for travel and tourism in the state we had over 24.7 million visitors to the state last year and spent Mm 6.7 million dollars and we are we are ready uh and you know, after this week and next, when we're opening up museums and taking some further steps into the reopening of the state, uh, Marshall, we're a drive-in state. We're 95% drive-in state. We're not a domestic air travel, international air travel. So we are, we are perfectly ready 
for this. This is the market that we have. We're not rebranding our state. We are still a wonderful state for music, culinary, beaches, golf, uh, the casinos, resorts, museums. You know, we haven't changed. We we've just we're, we're just reopening, and we're still the same great state, great destination as we were before. But we, we're we're uniquely we are a drive-in state, and we have so many. Um, great uh, state parks and and golf courses now that all of our restaurants are opening up most of them are opening up and easy to get to so we're we're uh we're we're uniquely fitted for this time frame and 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 i'll just say this too we're in a level playing field for the first time in history with all of our partners in louisiana alabama other states our our competitors our international partners you know everybody's in the same same uh, boat together and and so we're all working at how we can reopen and 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 reclaim those travelers when they feel comfortable to travel you know i think you really touched on a couple things number one with us being a drive-in state and people being generally probably not that comfortable with getting on an airplane right now that gives us an advantage and on top of that i guess get with fuel prices being so incredibly low that that's got to help too Absolutely. Those two. Mississippi has annually been a very affordable place to travel to. And, and gasoline prices here in Mississippi are, have always been in the top five cheapest in the country. So we're even more so now. So it is affordable to drive. It, it's easy to drive and, and go places and social distance. And, and the, you know, I like many or, or wouldn't feel comfortable being on a plane right now and it's not as much the plane itself it's it's where you're going to you know what what's it like in, in other states and in other cities as far as how they're handling the, the pandemic so that that will recover later international will recover later but right now the, the drive-in market is, is the opportunity for Mississippi. You know, it seems like a million years ago when, when Jerry Lee Lewis was getting a country music marker, what was that December, but it might as well have been 40 yeah. years ago. It seems yeah. like, what have you and your team been doing since then? I mean, how have you reacted to this? You know, it in many ways, Marshall, we've been busier than ever. You know, it's given us the time to uh, get, get organized here in the office, but look at, uh, you know, we're involved in so many events, whether we're putting on an event or show or we're supporting or sponsoring events where we've had to reschedule, reorganize, move events into 2021, uh, reschedule, redesign our programs, looking at uh, how we're going to handle this, redesigning our welcome centers, uh, and how we can work within the social guidelines to accept our visitors working with the gaming industry on how they would reopen. So we, we've been busier than ever, honestly, on, on the planning for the opening and, and then how tourism might look for the short term, um, which it's still, uh, as you had mentioned earlier, this is a pandemic that's still here. You know, it's we have to learn to live with it until there's a, a vaccination opportunity and how that would then then change the thinking from there but we're we're learning how to work within this pandemic and and staying within the social distancing guidelines how did everybody manage working at home i know in my office we actually uh, i think we've done pretty well we use slack and have a few other tools that we we're able to use were y'all able to to handle uh, distance commuting pretty well we have we have um uh, 
within MDA Visit Mississippi over a total of about 270 employees, which includes all of our Welcome Center employees and, and other staff around the state. And we only had, I believe, one person that was tested positive, and it wasn't here at the Wolfhook building. It was just at home once they were um, at teleworking from home. So we've, uh, we've been able to telework. We're all starting today. Today's official day back, so we're easing into this over the next two weeks, kind of every other day uh, working. But we've, we've worked out, uh, it, it's worked out quite well. The IT department here at MDA has just done a first-class job of getting everybody set up to work at home and been able to communicate with all of our team and staff and partners around the state. So we've, we've been able to handle it and it's, um, you know, we're, but we're a, we're a group that works with, we work with people, we work with our partners. And so learning how to conference call and zoom call and go to meetings and team call every day is, is harder in a way than it is to get out and go visit and meet with people. So it's, it, it's it's a new paradigm, and I'm hoping it's for the short term because we we've learned how to work it, but we do miss being with our industry. You uh, this your second stint as director of Visit Mississippi. The first time was with Governor Barber. Uh, y'all had some real successes. You branded the birthplace of American music. Then the Blues Trail was created, but you also had to deal with Hurricane Katrina when you were there. How, how would you compare that disaster to the pandemic that we're dealing with now? Because both of them have caused unique challenges to the tourism industry? There are some similarities, but not as many as you would think. You know, after Hurricane Katrina, as you're standing there on Highway 90 and you're looking down, up and down the beach, and you see all these beautiful homes that were decimated and were gone and casinos that were completely damaged. There are barges that were on Highway 90, convention centers wiped out. I mean, just true physical damage. In this case, there was no damage. We we just turned off the switch. We just turned off the light switch for for the industry, and 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 so, and Hurricane Katrina. There were only a couple states that were involved. So you had Louisiana, Alabama, parts of Florida for that particular disaster. Of course, the upstate aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, where in this case, all 50 states, the whole world is involved with this. So when you're looking at the the, the, the stimulus dollars, the programs, everything that's involved in helping w- with recovery. You've got all 50 states competing for the same funding, the same opportunities, and so to to help with their rebranding and reopening. And, and this hasn't gone away. Hurricane Katrina, as hurricanes do, they come in, they do all their damage, and they leave. This is a pandemic that's still here, and it's going to linger for a while. That's the reality part of this. So in in some ways it's uh, alike, but in in many other ways it's it's not. But it's a uh, it's a sure image repair. You know, it's us convincing the traveler that it's safe here, and we are open for business. But we still have our our guidelines uh, to follow for you to travel here and where you can come from and uh, the international travelers and all the other national guidelines. So it's. Uh, there is an image repair, but every state will have that to show that it's safe to come here and, and, and you can feel comfortable doing what you would like to do here. So there are some uh, some similarities, but that many are different. 
We're talking with Craig Ray, Director of Visit of Mississippi, the Tourism Office of the Mississippi Development Authority. Film industry, the film um, office is under you, too. The state recently returned the tax rebates back. Uh, the film business was starting to get cranked back up again in Mississippi. I, I knew of a lot of projects that were in the works, and I was really excited about it. I guess, obviously, that all has been put back on hold. Is, is that starting to come back to life now, too? We've had some activity uh, of some uh, films that are interested in, in filming here as they were before. And there were several projects that just had to be stopped uh, because of what was happening that we hope that they'll come back and finish up their projects. One was a major film on the coast that was really close to wrapping up. They had to shut things down. As you can imagine, a lot of the support from the film industry comes from Los Angeles, Atlanta, New York City, so you've got people coming in that uh, that might have been exposed to uh, uh, the virus in those areas. So, so just a, a normal scenario here for all business and travelers, you know, uh, about being safe to film here. But yeah, we we have some serious activity in Natchez, so some films we made on the coast, and we're um, we have safety guidelines for them as they come in, and we're we're hoping they are just as anxious as the travel industry to get started. And you know, people still want to maybe even more so now watch more films on Netflix and all the networks. So we're, we're hoping that jump starts quickly and, and we're ready for them. To start. You know, it's uh, the amazing thing about movies is they really turn out to be great promotion for the travel business. I remember the help everybody wanted to come and see where it was filmed and so forth. So, well, that's great. We're going to take a quick break and when we return, we'll continue our conversation with Craig Ray and Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Hey, remember, if you have a question or comment for our guests, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. morning you're listening to now you're talking on mpb think radio i'm your host marshall ramsey hey today we've been discussing the future of tourism in the post covid 19 world with our guest director of visit mississippi the tourism office of the mississippi development authority craig ray and the tourism development bureau manager kamal king if you'd like to be part of the show give us a call at 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 hey kamal kamal ah goodness gracious to Monday morning. How are you doing? It's good to talk to you. Everything good in your world? Everything is going great, Marshall. Good to talk to you, my enormously multi-talented friend. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Coming from you, that's a huge compliment because you're pretty darn talented yourself. And before this turns into a complete love fest, um, which is fine. I mean, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, <laughs> you literally were raised in the middle of the entertainment business with your dad, Lee. And tell him we said hello, by the way. Uh, what was it that made you decide to get into the entertainment business and in entertainment law in particular? 
wow, well, you said it, just watching him and, and him always having me tag along and being backstage and watching the mechanics of productions and concerts, I fell in love with it. And also with him telling me behind the scenes all of the problems that came with it and uh, and my dad always being a proponent of the law being a tool for uh, Americans to change history and, and to uh, make uh, our country even greater and, and situations greater. It just was a natural blending of the two to kind of put them together and, and continue on his legacy, uh, but change it up a bit to make it into law. I know uh, he saw a lot of circumstances where he saw where entertainers were probably not given their their full cut or their full due. And, and I know that probably inspired you too to go into the type of entertainment law that you practice, right? Yes, indeed. Most certainly that is, uh, that was a big reason and a, and a big reason why I stayed in Mississippi and a, and an even bigger reason why uh, I, I work under uh, Craig Ray and for tourism to help move uh, Mississippi entertainment and, and cultural assets along uh, for the rest of the world to see and, and help carry it on the back. Uh, for tourism so that the rest of the world knows how great our great state is. I tell you, that is, and a lot of people I don't think get it. They don't understand that our arts um, industry, our artists, our musicians, our writers are such a huge draw to this state. I mean, you can go to the B.B. King Museum up in Indianola and look at the guest book and it's half the names are from Europe. You know, I mean, it draws a lot of people to it. But let me ask, I'm going to ask you a little bit about what a bureau manager does and how did you get involved with Visit Mississippi? Sure. Uh, Well, uh, tourism, uh, the state agency for Mississippi tourism, uh, we all work under MBA and and we all work for Craig, but we are split into uh, four different bureaus, each of us being a bureau manager over each bureau. And uh, one is is international uh, and and travel. Uh, the other bureau is welcome centers uh, for all the welcome centers spread throughout the state. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, uh, the film division is also a bureau. And then there's the bureau that, that I've been tasked to be the manager over, which is tourism development, uh, which deals with a lot of the music and cultural uh, assets and branding, and, uh, as well as supporting live events, uh, festivals in state and out of state to drive tourism to Mississippi and uh, to also help produce special events uh, that the state is a part of, uh, different things that, that Craig at, at, his, at the helm of his uh, uh, leadership that he has gotten us involved in that have been great uh, performances and events for the state, uh, we, we also assist with that. Uh, but I got involved uh, actually having worked with Craig uh, it, when I was in the private industry, helping to produce and uh, being just a small part of the Grammy legacy performances and events that happened that really started to kick off in the great relationship with the Memphis chapter of the Recording Academy and the Grammy organization, which turned into uh, Mississippi Night at the L.A. Grammy Museum, which then turned into uh, the Grammy Museum that is now in Cleveland, Mississippi, and also just being a very small part uh, and blessed part of uh, America being branded as uh, the birthplace of America's music. So uh, working alongside uh, alongside Craig on some of those events in, in my earlier heyday, uh, when he came back under director, I came to him and said that I wanted to work for him and work for this agency, and he 
I was blessed enough that he took me on, and we've been rolling ever since. You say that Mississippi has so many resources when it comes to entertainment. What do you mean by that, and and what are some of our our great resources? Oh, my God. I mean, our music, uh, I mean, you know, we throw around the birthplace of America's music, and that is our brand, but it is true. I mean, you could take 13 states uh, statistically together, and they will not equal the amount of Grammy Award winners and nominees uh, that Mississippi has. So from blues to, uh, I mean, blues started here, country, uh, you know, uh, rock and roll, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, uh, you know, gospel, all of the uh, real genesis genres that then, you know, went off into tributaries, making all the other genres that we listen to today started here the best musicians and composers and writers come from here. Uh, But then when you extend out from music, our our culinary uh, assets, you know, all of our great chefs and our great restaurants, our writers, our our older and passed on writers who are revered all over the world, as well as our new contemporary writers who are impacting uh, the, the evolution of mankind right now, uh, as well as our freedom trail, uh, which is, about our, you know, our thick and and, and rich and murky, um, you, you know, past as far as the civil rights movement and, and our blues trail and country mu- country music trail. All those things make our soil so rich and unique and different from any other state in the union as well as any other place in the world. You know, Craig had said something pretty interesting talking about the difference between this and Hurricane Katrina, how this was basically somebody flipped off a switch. I mean, it was just literally the lights went out. What are some of the things that Visit Mississippi are doing right now to help get that switch back on? Yes, sir. Well, first of all, the casinos reopening, you know, is a a shot of B-12 in the arm of tourism. I mean, uh, they are the, the true defibrillator to kick things back off and uh, we're so happy and proud that the casinos are reopening. But what we have been doing is working alongside very closely with all of our uh, DMOs and, and, and partners throughout the state, uh, helping them to revitalize the live events that have to be shut down so that they could go virtual and helping to support them financially as well as uh, promotion and branding, uh, you know, really helping to promote our trail uh, systems because our music and cultural trails, which are the Mississippi blues trail, uh, the country music trail, the writer's trail and the freedom trail are literally the biggest outside museums that the world has. I mean, you can drive all over the state and of course in other States and other countries, but throughout this entire state from top to bottom, you can stop in every little nook and cranny of our state and social distance and look at this outside museum uh, and still get outside with your kids and learn new things and learn things you've never known about the state and about musicians and artists and writers uh, throughout the state. So uh, we have been pushing uh, those uh, assets really heavily. And we've also been supporting uh, uh, organizations like the Mississippi Blues Foundation Benevolent Fund. Uh, And if you've never heard of the Benevolent Fund, it's headed by by the Mississippi Blues Foundation, and it assists artists uh, who have 
falling on bad times. Of course, artists are not able to perform. Uh, you know, artists who have house fires, uh, medical bills that they can't pay, and they are so entrenched in the music industry, and they give that money freely uh, to musicians who have fallen on these times. So uh, we teamed up with them and came up with an extra promotion to help push out, to reach out to musicians specifically uh, who have needed help and, and need some financial assistance through this pandemic. You know, when uh, John Prine died, uh, right about that time, they announced that Bobby Rush had fallen ill and he had COVID-19. And when I saw that he'd recovered from it and then he was doing well and then he cut a commercial about it, I mean, that was like one of the great bright spots because it seems like, you know, all the entertainers in the state, and there are so many talented musicians, as you know, firsthand, um, you know, this has really been so tough on artists and musicians and so forth, particularly because they're independent contractors, but all the places where they can perform are shut down. What are some of the ways that we can help with them with, with our, because that really is one of our greatest assets out there. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. And uh, I would employ anybody who has ever enjoyed uh, the, the sanctity of going to an outside live performance and these artists, uh, that our rich state has is to support the Benevolent Fund. Uh, you can find more out about them just by Googling the Mississippi Blues Foundation Benevolent Fund or going to our uh, Facebook page, and we have some posts with some links. Uh, they are really, really helping a lot of musicians. That's one way cause, because that's going direct from a donor to the organization right into the pockets of the people who are have entertained us for so many years. Uh, but outside of that, uh, look for musicians who are and artists who have gone virtual and who are doing uh, virtual live performances, who are part of these uh, live events and festivals, such as the Juke Joint Festival that went virtual and, and is one of our biggest international draws, and they made the decision to go virtual. Where Visit Mississippi was very proud to support them, and they brought in great numbers in many states and many countries that viewed in. And so there are a lot of artists and festivals that are doing this, and some of them are behind paywalls where you have to pay a nominal fee. That's a way to support them uh, because it's not going to hurt you. They're, you're, uh, financially, you would pay to get in to see them anyway, and you get to enjoy them in the uh, sanctity and the comfort and safety of your own home, and you continue to have these people to thrive in the middle of all of this. You you were saying very, very kind things about our state and our legacy and our history. You've said before that you wish to proliferate Mississippi's brand to the rest of the world. And I, obviously I can't think of a better place to do that than visit Mississippi. What is that brand in your eyes? You know, that brand is, is, is really a worldly brand. It is not just music. It's not just culinary. It's not just civil rights. Uh, it is, it's truly our people. Our people are the richest asset that we have and uh, haven't been blessed enough to uh, travel most of the country uh, because of being a tour manager, entertainment law, I've met a lot of different people. And there are no greater people in this entire state, uh, in this entire country than people in our state. And so uh, the brand for me is even bigger than music. It's bigger than our food and our civil rights history, it is our people. And when you drive throughout our state and stop it, whether it's a country convenience store or it's our 
a big strip mall, you will find the finest people on this planet Earth. And that, to me, is our brand. That is what I am uh, always trying to spread uh, under Craig's direction to the rest of the world is you've got to, when you come here, you'll enjoy our music, our food. It'll make you stay, but our people will make it where you don't want to leave and you want to either get a vacation home here or you actually want to relocate here because we have the finest people. It's time for our last break, and we'll return. We'll wrap up the show with our guests, Craig Ray and Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Hey, the phone lines are still open. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Hey, stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, with Mississippi Today. Hey, today we've been talking about the future of tourism in the post-COVID-19 world with our guest, Director of Visit Mississippi, Director and also part of the Development Authority and Tourism uh, Department, and we got... Kamal King and Craig Ray are with us. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for our guests, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, Kamal and Craig, this, these questions are for both of you. You can jump in at any time. Um, how do you foresee? Okay, obviously, I think really honestly, we have to be careful until the day we get the vaccine. We've kind of spoken about that a little bit. How do you foresee a change in the tourism and entertainment business between now and the day we get that wonderful headline? Well, I think there's um, right now it's a daily uh, experience. You know, we're really promoting the spirit of travel, you know, knowing that people, um, as I say, love will find a way. Well, music and travel will find a way too. And, and people, people, uh, that's what we're about. We, we, we like to travel. You like to take vacation time. You like to go out to dinner. You like to go to music, uh, events, churches, conventions, play golf, outdoor. That's what we do as Americans and not just Americans around the world. So we're, we're all excited for that day, but we, we have to be careful and we have to be careful in, in our travel and, and, and what we're doing. And, and, and so we're, we're just being, we're following the governor's leadership and, and the health officials and, and walking into this, not running and, but, but ready to enjoy what we have. Hey, hey, we're all about uh, everything we just discussed, but let's, let's don't forget about uh, college football and pro football and, and what a great football 
state that we are and, and how important that is to our economy. We're anxious to see how that might play out this year. Maybe this year, maybe we take the, the year off and larger events, but still get to watch some, some live football. So we're, we're, we're anxious, excited, very cautious, and, and, but we're, we want to open up the state in the right way for our travelers, a safe way. Greg, yeah, you know, one of the things that I started doing when all this, we got locked down was I started doing coloring sheets for Mississippi Today. And on those coloring sheets, I did different locations from around the state. And it's amazing. I think, I've, gosh, I've done probably 60 or 70 of them now. I uh, did the Winterville Mounds, for instance, is coming up for today. But it's like so many places that you can go visit in the state, you can definitely be socially distant. It's very easy to do that here in Mississippi, whether it's the ruins of Windsor or wherever. And that's really an advantage that we've got. You can travel all over the state and do it safely. Absolutely. And, you know, the number of visitors to our state parks, our rounds of golf, our, we have been able to track our, our, our trails programs, but our, our museums will be opening up this week. Uh, the aquarium on the coast will be opening up this fall, um, which is an indoor outdoor venue and beaches are open. And, and so we're, we're uh, getting there and we're, we feel like we have a whole lot to offer in, in a very safe way. You know, many of our tourist destinations are small businesses, and I guess, um, it, what are some of the ways that they're being helped? Are they getting the PPP loans, the CARES Act? Is there some things that y'all can do to help? Or, And what are some of the things you're hearing from the actual owners of the attractions? The answer is yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, they're participating in all those areas, those that can qualify in different categories. Um, recently, um, MDA was... Uh, requested and tasked with implementing the um, back to business program uh, from the stimulus package so that will that will begin the information we have a website that's available there and that is uh, for loans up to $25,000 for small business owners uh, the applications are not ready yet but the but the website's available and, and open for information but there are many different uh, uh, programs that people can qualify for and from our standpoint, Visit Mississippi, again, we're working with our DMOs and CVBs as they're, as, as they're preparing to reopen and, and, and helping them in every way that we can within our programs at Visit Mississippi. Well, that's great. I know, I know um, y'all got some projects that are in the work. What's the next big thing? I know there was, a, isn't there a big music conference coming up in the Delta? Yes, but that has been moved to uh, the fall of 2021. Um, okay. International World Music Tourism Conference that the state of Mississippi, yeah. in partnership with Cleveland and Delta State University and the Delta, uh, were awarded this event. And so, for safety reasons and planning, we've uh, agreed with the organization, which is based out of London. Uh, Sound Diplomacy owns this event, and we uh, all agreed to move it to September 29th of 2021. So we'll. We'll be in, in touch with them over the year as the international market eventually opens up, and we look forward to uh, bringing them to our state next fall. So that that's another example of already shifting gears and working forward for events to the next year, yes. I was um, 
I, we talked a little bit about how you worked in, in very close contact with the governor and, and the Department of Health. I would imagine you, like I said, you just pick up the fault. You just pick up the phone and say, hey, Dr. Dobbs, uh, what's coming up next? I would think because, I mean, your your clients definitely need to get that kind of information quickly. Well, this information is um, live every day at 2.30. They, uh, the governor and, and, and health officials give uh, daily updates on guidelines and, and, and how we can respond and reopen. And so we, we've been following all those guidelines very, very closely. Uh, we'll be looking to open up our welcome centers next week, uh, which is a big, big step for uh, Visit Mississippi in the state. Welcome centers are open now, but they're just for uh, restrooms and vending, but where our hospitality portion will be uh, part of that for next week. So we're, we're, we're very, very much in tune to uh, w with the governor's office and health officials on all the guidelines on how we can have, um, baby step into this process. Yeah, as much as I travel, I love the, the health. Um, I love the welcome centers. Real quickly, in, in the minute we've got, I was just going to ask, um, how, what, what are you going to do different? I mean, obviously, there's more cleaning or the masks or what are you going to have to do? Well, at the welcome centers, uh, we're, we're still developing a long range plan, but just for starters, we will, we will have information available uh, from desk, but not uh, allowing people to come into the welcome center, but just that we will be there with our safety gear to provide any information for the traveler. We'll ease into a position where we'll allow people to come in uh, to the welcome center itself and, and it, once it's in a safe atmosphere. So we're, we're just going to see how, how the response is for travelers and see how many people are traveling. We welcome centers are very, very popular. We had uh, over last year, over 1.97 million people that we serviced as far as giving them information, helping with reservations, guidelines. And, and, and so this has always been a very popular outreach to our travelers, our, our our, our drive-in market, which we are. Craig, real quickly, did you throw out your website before we go? Yes, it's uh, www.visitmississippi.org. Thank you both for being on today. It was a great show. When we come to the end of another fantastic show, I want to thank our guest, Craig Ray, Visit Mississippi Director of Miss and Mississippi Development Authority and Tourism Development Bureau Manager, Kamal King. If you'd like to hear the show again and past episodes, download our MPB Public Media app and listen to our podcast. Now You're Talking is a production of MPB Think Radio. It's produced by Michelle McIntyre. Hey, stay tuned for Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit with Dr. Josie Bidwell. coming up next. And remember, we will get through this together. Have a great week. Stay safe.